Good morning and good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Before Coffee. I am completely and totally lost track of time. It is 20 minutes after 12, so let's see if we can even wake up, Raj, because we're so late. Go on our little facey book here, and uh, if I can find it, I was busy. I was really busy doing other things, let me tell you. So I was, uh, I was like, oh, I wonder what time it is. I looked at the clock, and uh, it's it's late. It's late, quite late. All right, I've set everything up. We are now calling him on the phone. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm incredibly late. I was, I've actually been busy gone to sleep and I've been busy the whole time. <laughs> I've actually been up all like for 24 hours I think at this point. Uh... <laughs> so straightening out. Uh, other than Do you hear me at all? Yes. No, okay. I'm just... Alright, it's better. Alright. <clears throat> Happy Tuesday. Tuesday? It's, it's Monday. <laughs> Sun's up here. We have a daylight interruption. Well, the one hour of daylight I saved up. That one hour I saved up that whole year. Well, I spent it sleeping. Oh, there you go. I wish I did that. I slept less over the weekend. You save up an entire hour and you sleep it away. The way it works. Are you ready to read headlines? I don't have any, but go ahead. Today on Before Coffee, earthquake victims have to wait weeks for a Dutch visa. Um, basketball and bank failures. <laughs> Confrontation of migrants and customs at the U.S.-Mexico border. Trump endangered my family, says Mike Pence. makes a landfall in Africa for the second time. At least 11 dead in Malawi. Right on. Hey, Dad. Those stories and more. Because <laughs> I've already given you three stories. So those stories and more. Yeah, basketball and bank failures. Oh, right, of course. Those stories and more. And this day in history on uh, the March 13th. Yep. 2023 before coffee. See the sun. <laughs> oh, 
All right. <laughs> Let's yeah, make it as quick as possible. That's fine. I'm not on a tight schedule. All right, for yeah. our first news story, let's go with the earthquake. As you remember, back in February, there was a huge earthquake in Turkey and Syria. And now we're dealing with the consequences of people wanting to not live in a disaster zone. More than a month after the earthquake in Turkey and Syria, few people from the disaster area received a visa for the Netherlands, says lawyers. Despite the priority they should be given with their application and its process, it takes weeks to get people to the Netherlands who want to stay with relatives here. Hundreds of family members from Turkey and Syria have indicated that they want to stay temporarily with relatives in the Netherlands. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs confirms that visas have been issued, but does not specify numbers. Lawyers see that only a few are allowed to temporarily move in with a family member in the Netherlands. Sending documents to Turkey, making an appointment at the consulate, and processing a visa makes the whole process take weeks, says lawyer Ismet Ozakara. Of the nearly 40 families he's assisted from the earthquake zone, two have a visa. 40! Two out of 40. Since a month ago, basically. Wow. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs announced a month ago that people from the disaster area will be given priority when applying for a visa. The Ministry says it cannot place the image that families have to wait for weeks. It takes a few days or even a week to make an appointment with the municipality. Then the documents have to be sent to Turkey by post, which also takes weeks. Says Aydin, a lawyer who helps dozen family get visas. Lawyer Silan sees the process to obtain a visa in more difficult than expected. But it, it is really good that a gesture is made to the victims of the earthquake with priority. In addition, obtaining a visa in a normal situation can easily take several months. Other countries have taken measures to make it easier for people from the disaster area to obtain a visa. Germany, which also gives priority to those affected by the earthquake, has issued more than a thousand visas. Austria has issued 20 visas so far. In financially unstable news, a large bank fails. The Silicon Valley Bank in California collapsed on Friday. The collapse on Friday of Silicon Valley Bank, the second largest bank fail failure in U.S. history, sent anxiety across the financial system and shook the tech industry, raising concerns about whether companies will be able to get their money back and pay their employees. The federal government took over the bank after a surprise filing Wednesday night revealed that it had sold $21 billion in assets and was loading stock to raise money. Here are some of the companies affected by the fall of Silicon Valley Bank, which was known for serving startups, tech companies, and venture capitalists. Roku! Roku, the company that has built a brand of low-priced streaming devices, said in the filing that it had about 487 million of its 109 billion in Silicon Valley Bank. About 20%, 26% of the firm's cash is gone. Anyway, just gone. Now the federal government could step in and do something for them, but I don't know. Uh, they only deposit 250000 The federal government only guarantees $250,000 of your deposit, and they had $487 million. That's just an example of one company that you may have heard of, Roku. The company's 
deposits with SVP, SVB are largely uninsured, said the filing, which was signed by Roku Chief Financial Officer. At this time, the company does not know how, how, does not know what extent the company will be able to cover its cash or deposits from SVP. Another company that's losing a lot of uh, cash. This is cash just going down the drain as if it never existed, folks. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. Imagine if you can only recover 250000 of it. <laughs> so, oh man. Circle, payments from the uh, technology firm Circle, through Friday, that's 3.3 billion of its 40 billion is on. Uh, here's another company, Roblox, the California-based online gaming platform with metaverse ambitions. Roblox, Roblox yeah, okay, yeah, they had uh, only about five percent of its cash was kept in that. So Etsy, Etsy, yeah. the online marketplace. Uh, they're not disclosed. They're not dis That's disclosing. It must be huge. Yeah. So not unknown how many. BlockFi is another one. Compass Coffee, Camp. Uh, these are companies that just you may not even know who they are because they, they're subsidiaries, you know. Yeah. X Therapeutics. And it was a list of companies, um, second largest bank failure in U.S. history. And we're wondering if it's going to affect any other banks when they open in any minute now. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like it's a wonderful life, you know, with uh, George Bailey. If you, open, if you close your doors on Friday, it'll never reopen. So we'll see if there's any other banks are going to fail. If there's a domino effect, it's a yeah. little but there's a stock market's open. Well, they've, they've opened in Europe already. All right, go ahead, your story. All right. Uh, that's really great to hear as I've been doing finances since yesterday that I'm yeah. maybe going to be getting USD in a different rate. <laughs> might be happening. It might be bad. It might be good. I don't know. I don't think it, I don't think it's going to affect my um, uh, totally. I, I don't I don't think it will. I think it'll, it'll affect individual company stock prices. Whoever had oh. their money in, you know, a lot of liquid in one particular bank. Yeah. Spread that money out, folks. You never know who's going to be being a crook or yeah. doing more investments. Go ahead. All right. We're going to actually cover some. Uh some American news here, or North American even. Uh, there was a confrontation between border guards and migrants at the U.S.-Mexico border yesterday. The migrants were stopped after they attempted to seek asylum in the United States from Mexico. Many of them had children with them. At one point, some migrants tried to throw an orange plastic barrier at the U.S. side of the border, Routers' new agency reported. The U.S. border guards then used, among other things, pepper spray to repel the migrants. After some pushing and shoving, the custom officers, the group finally withdrew. Some went to the banks of Rio Grande, where they were checked by U.S. Immigra immigration officials stationed on the other side. The mi migrants, mostly from Venezuela, said that they were frustrated because they couldn't make an appointment to apply for asylum using a new app from the U.S. government. 
Under the Biden administration, an app called CBP-1 was developed that aims to streamline asylum applications. But according to users, the app suffers from persistent glitches. As a result, asylum seekers remain uncertain whether they can cross the border into the United States. An 18-year-old migrant router spoke to described her situation as terrible, and she said she had was had been trying to cross the border for a month, saw her money disappear, and got no closer to seeking asylum. We'd like answers, she said. App CBP1 has done absolutely nothing for us. Every day, hundreds of migrants and refugees from South and Central America try to illegally cross the border in the United States. Last year, nearly 2 million people were arrested. The mayor of border town El Paso, Texas, declared a state of emergency at the end of last year because the shelters were full and people had to sleep outside. President, President Biden recently introduced new immigration laws designed to discourage migrants from coming to the U.S. Cubans, Haitian, Haitians, Venezuelans will be stopped at the border and the number of nationalities that can return to Mexico, Mexico will be expanded. Mexico has, has had problems with migrants coming to the U.S. from Central America for years. They are in large numbers at the border and try to cross it illegally. Human traffickers, traffickers are also active. The country is suffering greatly from the American migration policy, which means, among other things, that people in Mexico have to wait for their asylum procedure. In addition, there is a lot of gang violence and drug smuggling in the north of the country. The war, the world never changes. Yeah. Border skirmishes, just people trying to have a something besides a shitty life. Yep. Oh, in sports news, the NCAA basketball tournament's getting underway with the first uh, 68 teams of the men's seed uh, men's tournament announced yesterday. The number one regions, we have Alabama in the south, we have Houston in the Midwest, we have Kansas in the east, oh, I'm sorry, Kansas, Kansas. <laughs> West region number one, and then number one in the east region is Purdue. Uh, two seeds include Marquette, UCLA, Yukon, and Arizona. So, this is the biggest one of the biggest sporting events in the United States simply because basketball is college of basketball is so even so even that any team can beat any team these seedings are fun they're numbers but a lot of times they don't mean anything you have a number one versus a 16 for instance uh i don't think a one is only lost to a 16 once but it can happen and it, the 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 seedings are increasingly less interesting I was thinking about having a contest. You want to have a contest? Contest about sports? No, you just pick your brackets. You don't have to know anything. In fact, knowing anything about any of these teams is a handicap. Because once you think you're, oh, this team is so good. I watched them play like all season and they play some team you never saw. Who are like cruised through their conference because they're really good. And they play your team who had a tough game every week. And they're fucking like, oh, we're going to beat the shit out of this crappy team. Then the crappy team wins by 20 points. Because <laughs> you'd have no clue. You have no clue. So, Or you could give it to somebody who's never, give your little brackets to somebody who's never picked a game before. And they'll win the whole thing. There'll be 15 people in a pool. 
So that's a, that's the way this works. Oh, so. but I just looked up the bracket, which we just did the first round, right? Yeah. No, uh, the first oh, rounds. I want to do the first round. Sports first round games are tomorrow. Okay. They they're usually teams that just barely made it. Okay. <laughs> so they're gonna eliminate four teams tomorrow, right? That's it. Four games, four teams. Then there's gonna be on Thursday. There's gonna be uh, 32 games, <laughs> right? No, Thursday and Friday there's gonna be 32 games to eliminate 60. Well, eliminate half of the team. Yeah, yeah, that's right? what I'm looking at now. First round, uh, March 16th and 17th. It's basically like every state that has a basketball team. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's it's 64 teams. I mean. Some yeah. some states have your four teams, you know. And the first four is what's happening today. That's what you were talking about. These 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 guys are so bad that they're just like. They're not bad. None of these teams. Oh. Okay, none of these. Right, you just said they aren't bad. I'm sorry. Almost, none of them are losing records. No bad teams. Okay. Yeah. There's just so many teams. There's over 300 teams. Okay. So. The top 68 make it. And there's a bunch of conferences. You have conference championships. Yeah. You have conferences. It's like okay, how they so do high school, right? They you you start in your local area and then you go out and out and out until you've. And we can. They do the same thing for the women's tournament. We can do the same thing for that too, because I know even less about that. The only problem with the women's tournament is because of the quality of play has not been brought up by the smaller schools, right? Yeah. Because of many players. You're gonna get a lot of blowouts in the first round. That's the only problem with the women's. They're gonna be a lot of blowouts. They're gonna be. Even, I mean, where do you even find that though? Oh, here it is. WBB. Oh, they so don't have the first... brackets out. Yeah, I think. We haven't, or... we haven't played the conference tournaments yet. Uh -huh. So they haven't played the brackets yet. But when they do, they'll. Um, like I said, the first round, I said, I'm not saying this would be mean or anything. It's just that the the first round games are going to be blowouts. It's like it's like the women's men's basketball in the 1970s. If they would have left 68 men's teams in, there would have been just blowout after blowout. There weren't enough good teams. Back then, UCLA would win the championship every year. Every year. It would be just like, hey, who's going to lose to UCLA in the finals this year? That's what it was. Women's basketball was like that a few years ago. It was, who's going to lose to Connecticut in the finals this year? That's all it was. It was like, let's watch Connecticut blow somebody out. So that's the problem they've, they've had with. Hopefully the, what they call is NIL, name, image, likeness. College students can sell their name, their image, and their likeness. They never could before. College athletes. Now they have that. They can make separate income based on their athletic talents, not have to go. God, yeah, you know. God forbid they're not sweating away for their college while they rack up all the money from their performance, right? Eat a meal without having to live on campus per diem. Yeah. Eat chow hall every Well, I'm, day. I'm interested. I'm looking at the women's bracket and the male's bracket. So I guess we have, what are we doing? We're picking four teams and seeing if they make it to the end? Do it in your spare time. Do it in your spare time. Takes no, long. I thought you wanted right. to do it for the show so that every time there's a game, we can go, Oh, you, you were wrong. You don't want to do that? No. 
that's no way is there enough time to do one, not even one bracket in one segment could we do in one show. You just no, we can, you can just cover saying they lost. Okay, you lost because you said they were going to get to. Yeah. Make your picks up. Make your picks off the air, right? Yeah. And then we just run down. We just sit there and go. Yeah, that's what I well, mean. Well, they got those point cards. You're right, though. <laughs> no, I don't know anything about that. I just want to know. I just want to throw my lot in, and then, yeah, we can read it on. I guess tomorrow there'll be the first four game, and then the women's. The first game for the women's uh, is no, no. on. Or get, or get the first four games. Okay. Or get. Don't care. Those about teams those. are Those teams are going to lose in the next round. They're going to lose. They barely. <laughs> They're gonna okay. One okay. Four teams are getting eliminated tomorrow. They might make it. I, I won't say they won't win, but I'm just saying. If you want to pick the first four games, okay, fine. But the the real the real tournament starts Thursday. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying right. we can do like a warm up, you know, to the idea next, tomorrow. Yeah. Next. Yeah. Maybe. Next story. We can pick four games tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we've been talking about this story for 15 minutes, I think. But hey, that's sports for you. All right. For my story, we've. Go- Sorry. Oh, but there's more going on in sports. If you want to know, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. For my story, uh, we're gonna talk about some not sports. Uh, definitely not sports. In uh, Malawi, in Africa, there has been a flood. And 11 people have been killed in the tropical tropical storm Freddy. I always uh, love when they give tropical storms and hurricanes really friendly names like Freddy. Hey, it's Freddy! Oh, he killed my family. I wonder if he bought snacks today. I don't know if watch movies with Freddy. Freddy made landfall in southern Africa via Mozambique for the second time last weekend. The storm is accompanied by heavy rainfall and devastating wind gusts. Wind speeds of 155 kilometers per hour have been measured at sea, which I think is like half that, like 30 no. or something. No, 60. Wait, 60? I can't do math. <laughs> I've been doing a counting all morning on a calculator, okay? Not in my head. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, very, very big wind. Uh, <laughs> big wind. disaster relief surface has housed thousands of people in bomb shelters when the tropical fo- storm first made landfall late last month. It killed 27 people in Mozambique and the neighboring island state of Madagascar. Aid organizations are concerned about the consequences of Freddy for the population. Malawi is still recovering from previous tropical storms. Anna and Gombe, or is it Gombe? that hit the country just over a year ago. The region is also facing an extremely worrying outbreak of, of cholera. Wow, they're sharing that with uh, everyone in Turkey and Syria as well. Yeah. The outbreak is caused by poor water and sanitation, as we've learned in our previous coverage over Turkey and Syria. Freddy probably it. breaks the record for the longest lasting tropical storm ever recorded. Oh, wow. Freddy's going for it, for the, the goal. A 36-day long storm. That's a whole month of just... Is it raining? Yep, it's still raining. Get your boats out. Get your freaking... What do you call them? Those are poor... They probably don't have anything. Well, no, they can't because it's been raining for a month. You can't really rebuild in the middle of a flood. I don't think they had much to begin with. 
previous record, according to the UN World Meteorological Organization, was a 31-day storm in 1994. Wow. As old as me is that, that, uh, that record. Storms are getting stronger due to climate change. They get their energy from the heat of the seawater, water, which is warming due to climate change. And that article just ends there. <laughs> like two sentences. This is climate change, by the way. Just in case you forgot. Next story. Okay, more, more human tragedy. Okay. Let's see, Mike Pence. This is from Rolling Stone. Mike Pence is talking to people. That's <laughs> <laughs> so his job. His job is to disappear and go away. Oh, okay. Sorry. Former President Mike Pence gave some of his strongest public criticism to ex-boss on Saturday, accusing the former president of putting his family in danger. It only took him two years to get mad. <laughs> President Trump was wrong, Pence said. I, I gotta emphasize how angry Mike Pence gets. No, Trump was wrong, he said. Oh, During this, it's at a gridiron dinner, which is supposed to be a one where you roast people. Yeah. Informal and posted by journalistic organization, the Gridiron Club. I had no right to overturn the election and his reckless words endangered my family and everyone in the Capitol that day. And I know that history will hold Donald Trump accountable. Well, there you go, Mikey. You know, you Donald Trump, oh boy, you, you get me so mad one of these days, I'm gonna just break a sweat. Prince, Pence and his family were president of the Capitol during the attack of January 6th. It was bring your family to work to get murdered day, apparently. Protesters descended into the building. That was editorial. Yeah. Protesters descended on the building and some of the mob chanted, hang Mike Pence and actually directed a gallows because the vice president refused to stop the county of electoral votes. He refused. There's nothing he could fucking do about it. And if he wanted to, <laughs> he, everybody stop voting. Everybody like, no, we're not going to stop. Next vote. You know, Mike Pence had no authority to do shit. Anyway. <laughs> Mike, either count the votes or we'll get somebody else to do it. That's what his job was. Pence also made jokes at Trump's expense during the dinner. He said that Trump's ego is so delicate that he asked Pence to perform the song Wind Beneath the wing, My Wings at their lunches each way. That was a joke. Okay. These are the these are the jokes, but you yeah. fully Trump would say this. Okay, here's here's Trump's jokes. They should they I should actually try to do them. He said that Trump's ego was so delicate that he was he asked Pence to perform the song Wind Beneath My Wings at their lunches each week. And he sniped at Trump hand, at Trump's handling of classified documents saying, I read that some of those classified documents they found at Mar-a-Lago were actually stuck in the president's Bible, which proves that he had absolutely no idea that they were there. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Taking a swipe at the many investigations Trump is subject to Penn said, Honestly, I learned a lot working besides Donald Trump, like about subpoenas, for example. <laughs> <laughs> Never happened until this time. Pence's comments were served to distance itself from Trump as a former VP considers a potential 2024 presidential run. 
I was in the news last week when they declined to say whether I would support one of the other possible revolting candidates for 2024. Let me clear it up tonight. I will wholeheartedly, undeservedly support the Republican nominee or president in 2024 if it's me. So basically, Pence doing his Trump impersonation. That's exactly yeah. what Trump. I'll, I'll support it if it's me. Well, that's not the question there, dickwad. Again, these poor bastards, I swear to God, they are so unaware of, maybe they're un, they're aware of how screwed they are because they have no center, they have no policies, but I don't even know how they get out of it. What are they supposed to do? I'm going to just, nah. anyway, your story. Hell, <laughs> ended this weekend. I'll look something else oh. up. All right, uh, for my media news, this was actually top news over the weekend. Gary Lineker returned to the BBC. The former footballer was suspended from Britain's public service broadcasting on Friday after a controversy sparked a tweet in which he called Britain's new asylum policy incredibly cruel and compared the government's language to that of Nazi Germany. Gary is a valued part of the BBC, and I know how much the BBC means to Gary, and I look forward to him presenting our coverage over the weekend, BBC Director General Tim Davey said in a statement. Davey also says that he will be, there will be a review of existing social media guidelines at the broadcaster. The evaluation is done by an independent expert who reports to the BBC. Therein we will be... There w- therein will be in particular attention to how it applies to non-news and current affairs freelancers such as Lineker. The Director General says that BBC and Lineker welcome such a review who will carry out the evaluation will soon be announced. Lineker welcomes the return. I'm glad we found a way forward. I support this review and look forward to getting back on air. The BBC's current social media guidelines will remain in place for the duration of the investigation. Lineker adds that although he had some difficult days, it is incomparable to what refugees have to go through. On Friday, the BBC indicted, indicated, not indicted, indicated that Lineker will remain off air until he takes a consenting and clear position on the use of his social media. According to the BBC, the presenter's Twitter message violated the guidelines of the public broadcaster. Lineker had violated the broadcaster's principle of neutrality, according to the BBC. According to guidelines of the BBC Handbook, employees are not allowed to take political views on channel or via social media. Mm. After Lineker's provisional suspension, other sport commentators such as Ian Wright and Alan Shear, as well as presenters such as Colin Murray and Mark Chapman, all decided to stop working. As a result, the football program Match of the Day was broadcast without the usual presentation, analysis, and interviews with players and trainers, and without Lineker. Lineker now thanks his colleagues at BBC Sport for their remarkable show of solidarity and calls the support overwhelming. I don't know if you heard about this, but basically um, he said something political and then they were like, you can't do that. Hey, you're calling out the government for being bad. So they suspended him and then everyone else went, wait a minute, isn't the owner of the BBC donating 80,000 a year to the conservative party? That's not very impartial. It's not very impartial. Didn't he donate like 200k to Boris Johnson, the former prime minister? Hmm. It's not very impartial. <laughs> so everyone What's started it? doing that. <laughs> England's leading export is hypocrisy. Yeah. 
this day in history. Are we? Are we? Yeah, you're good. You're alive. Seamlessly, seamlessly. If we were pros, we'd seamlessly transition into this. If we were pros, which are clearly not. So don't expect. Well, I would be able person. to point. I would be able to point at you and tell you're alive, and you would know what that is. But I think if I did this, you'd be like, "What are you doing? Why are you doing that?" The extended pause should. The extended pause that you. The extended pause is my clue. No pointing. I don't need a director. I need extended pause. Like I'm an intuitive animal, you know, like a crow or a raven or something like that. I'm just All used right. as a director. I'm used to actually having to say and go and live. So that's why I'm like, I don't, I know I can't do that with you, which is why I don't do it. In this day in history, March 13th in the year, let's go back to this year, in the year 1781, Uranus was discovered. I was going to say Uranus was discovered, but fill in your jokes. I will say I, Uranus I, I, was discovered in 1781 on this day. My joke was going to be, oh, I've been looking for that for ages. That's what my joke's going to be. Finally. <laughs> it was years before they discovered the rings. Yeah. Rings around Uranus, rings around... <laughs> Uh, Susan B. Anthony died at this day in 1906. Feminist Susan B. Anthony. L. Ron Hubbard. Voting and stuff. L. Ron Hubbard, founder of of uh, Scientology, was born in this day in 1911. On this day in 2011, American boxer. I'm sorry. 2021, American boxer Marvin Hagler died. And this day in 2020, the Louisville police accidentally shoot Breonna Taylor while she was in doing harming no one in her home. Yeah, it was uh, one of those invasions, home invasions by the police. No knock warrants is what they call them. Yeah. No knock warrants. Somebody's house and just freaking kick in the door and scare the fuck out of people and they got the, they 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 went to a house or looking for a guy wasn't even there and he just started shooting. Now I'm not sure how that became a police procedure anywhere, but it's wrong. Stop doing it, ass. What? People have to live their lives. Lives suck enough without the cops kicking their doors in. Get a warrant, jerks. Anyway, uh, 2013, the Pope. Francis the first was elected, or I'm sorry, yeah, was elected. Not first not, uh, South American, Central American Pope. Yeah, Pope Francis the first. Who knows his name? Jorge Mario Borgoglio. Borgoglio. That's actually probably it's kind of fun to say Borgoglio. You <laughs> can't say it since. <laughs> And this is Francis. In 1938, the political union to Austria and Germany was announced, making the Nazis even stronger. Yay! World War II just around the corner, folks. This day in history. Yeah. All right. Well, that has been Allison here. Oh, sorry. You want your Oscars? No, I didn't. Were they oh. happening? Yeah, they had uh, pretty. I watched the first like half, like the first hour. 
I recorded it even, but uh, okay. it was pretty good to start, but you know how it drags with the like 15 minute commercial breaks and presenting no award whatsoever. And then they got to say, oh, here's all the Grammy nominated songs. And I'm like, ah. you know, sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're just, what the fuck was that? You know, anyway. And so, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis won. I saw that. Yeah, for uh, she gave a great speech. E E A A A O. Everything, everywhere, all at once. But she won for best supporting actor. Have you watched that film? No, I haven't watched anything. No, we I haven't watched watch anything. I've watched it three times. We should watch it again. She watched. I want to watch the movie she was in called Knives Out. Have you watched that? I yep. watched it on the air. You watched it? That was a good movie. So we won't wait. We've both seen it. Okay. All right. That's today, March 13th, 2020. That has been Allison here from Windy Holland. It's literally like a storm outside. I can see the trees going back and forth. So uh, I will not be going outside. Uh, have a good evening, afternoon, morning, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow for some more exciting news about, I guess we're going to check out the first four of the March Madness and see who won. No, no, no. You just you can make the picks. The games are not till tomorrow night. Okay, we're not gonna do nothing with them. I mean, we can pick them. Okay. Anyway, three minutes. <laughs> and from the United States, where we've lost an hour, and I'm gonna go out looking for it. I'll bring it back tomorrow. You can see what it looks like. And at least a half hour of it, anyway. And this is Roger, United States. Have a good morning. All right, see ya. Be sure to hit the like, subscribe, and notify buttons, and follow our other channels, Toxic Alley, History of Gravy, and Scratchy Old Records.